Hey there, folks. This is Tavin Allen, host of Comedy Pub the Pub. That is Cat P to you and me. The pub is fake. The guests are real, virtual, but real. First of all, I have my producer right here, uh, Mr. Darcy Finder. How are you? That's right, Todd. I'm great. Holy shit. When did the morning radio host show up? <laughs> I don't know what position. Who's that about. guy? <laughs> More wattage for your cottage. <laughs> Here's Def Leppard. Um, we have return guest, busybody. Uh, New York City comedian Josh Johnson joining us. How are you, Josh? I'm doing well. Thanks yeah. for having me. You, uh, first of all, one of the things we talk about is uh, the reason you're here is uh, the most recent thing is going to be coming out is the on top of the other things we talk about in this episode. Um, you're taping at the Bourbon Room in L.A. That it, what is the date on that again, Josh? May 12th at 8 o'clock. Beautiful. Uh, so if you're in the L.A. area, make sure you get down there. And uh, if you haven't checked out Hashtag and uh, as well Channel Black, uh, two pieces of work that are fantastic from from Josh. Um, if you want to see what we look like and the japery we get up to, you can join our Patreon for a mere $3 a month. And then you get uh, bonus content with every episode, by the way. Every single episode, there's bonus stuff. Uh, this month, it might be a sound check. Um. What do we talk about in this? We talk about cruises and how they're the bane of existence. Um, we talk about clothing for dogs. Um, we talk about how busy you are. Uh, what else do we talk about? We also hit uh, hot dogs. That's right. Yes. Hot dogs. Hot dogs and red wine. Mm-hmm. And pasta denial. Is there? We answer that question. Um, here we go, folks. This is, uh, uh, once again, a fantastic episode with Josh. I hope you all enjoy it. I think you will. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Josh. Here's Darcy. Here's me. And here's the music. It starts the whole damn thing. There's the gentleman caller. Yeah, sorry. I, I joined a Google Meet thing that I was not sure was right anyway and then sat in it for a while and was like, this must be wrong. Nope, you're good. You're good here. Uh, let me just adjust that volume. How are you, sir? Good. How about you? How have you been? All right. Uh, all right. I was just about to regale Darcy with a story of how I got fucked out of spaghetti. So I'll start oh, there. Oh, wow. Okay, I got yeah. Fu- I got fucked out. You ever been fucked out of a meal, Josh? I got fucked out of spaghetti. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like I can safely say that something like it has happened to me. How, okay, what was your meal you got fucked out of? Because I got um, fucked out of spaghetti. I, I feel like mine, I, now I don't think it even compares to what you're about to say. Oh, no, like, that, no, this, I, it's dumb. I just get really emotional. So okay. it's fine, you know. <laughs> um, no, this, so, most people are at a, at a, at like a, oh, it, that happened. I'm like a, this that's where i yeah yeah that that's fair i would say (laughs) that mine the reason mine sort of pales is because it was just it was just a lie uh so i had a friend who was like hey let's go do you like sushi and i was like yeah and then they were like i know the best sushi place and so we went and they were like oh man you're gonna love this uh don't worry it's on me and then we ate and then it's not so much that I I didn't get fucked out of a meal. I guess I got fucked into one because then okay. I had to pay for me oh, and him. No, no, he was no, like, no, oh, no, I forgot no. my wallet. Right. No. Okay. So you, yeah, you got fucked into a meal. Yeah. You got fucked into sushi. I, yeah. I think everyone's been fucked into sushi. 
That, def- yeah, that's a fair one. Definitely dim sum. Everyone gets fucked into dim sum. That, that's a that's a weird rite of passage thing for everyone. You know what? Most Asian foods, people get fucked into Asian foods. Okay. The whole, you know, it, there's the odd egg roll that slides by for the but for the most part, everyone gets fucked into Asian foods. Okay. It is, it is that. Uh Josh is now wondering what happened since the last episode. How did they get no, so no, angry? No, no, it's, it's about... I mean, I'm I'm glad to be part of the journey at okay. all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Allow allow me to complete the story. The reason okay. I got fucked out of spaghetti is my wife is away on business. So one of the reasons that th- this is this is a actually a great time to record because uh, she she's out of here. So it really doesn't matter when tonight I actually you know we actually record these things because I'm not impacting on her meal or our time together or anything like that. She's she's out of the picture. What that does mean is that I have to schedule the dog's meals around this and the walking. So Darcy was thinking, oh, maybe Todd has got a mouthful of spaghetti. And that's what tripped me all off on this because I was actually out walking the dog and then got home, gave him a snack. He'll have his meal afterwards. This, then I'm just you know providing color. And then we'll record this and then he'll get some nice kibble. And that's when I'll create my meal. But it won't be fucking spaghetti. And here's why. My wife who is Italian. I don't know if we covered this the last time you are here, Josh. She's Italian. And she promised me before she left on this business trip that she would make me a meatball and a, and a, and a sauce so I could make my own spaghetti. Well, didn't mm-hmm. we, didn't we do a great big meal with a lot of leftovers over the weekend for her parents, which did not include spaghetti in the least. Not, well, not one drop of spaghetti. In fact, pasta was not available. Because I don't consider gnocchi a, a, a pasta. And there was gnocchi. That was fine. But it's not spaghetti. And so she left, and I realized, hey, where's that sauce? I got fucked out of spaghetti. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, appropriately upset, mm-hmm. you know? Thank I, you. I feel, like, I feel like sometimes people take things um, on the chin, yeah. and then the people who wronged them think it's not as big of a deal because Thank they didn't you. freak out. Thank you. I will need you as a witness at my divorce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that's all right. I don't, I don't know. Maybe you can do it by Zoom call as well. I think that'll be fine. I, I mean, I feel like there are time. more things at play if 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 a divorce <laughs> is coming into the picture. Like that that that's spaghetti is the least of your worries right. now. Here's what yes. you need to do now. So. Okay, all right. You can't you can't let this fester. You can't uh, you know Thank have you. any resentment or nope. you know, or even say anything to your wife because you know that that is not no. a thing to get upset nope. about. But what you do? Yes, have an empty ragu jar. In okay. the recycling when she gets back. Ha! Okay. And then I need this. So now, here's the problem. I, I agree with that. I think it's great. Here's my problem. That means I have to go door to door in my neighborhood saying, hi, do you have a ragu jar? Because, Josh, you don't know this. Um, my wife would kick me in the balls if she ever found a ready-made jar of ragu or catelli or whatever it is like whatever that whatever it is or prego would oh, just yeah, you're right yeah no forget jar it's gotta be a can gotta she be would a she can. would kick me in the goddamn balls so <laughs> if you okay okay but she mm. can't be that mad because she didn't make the spaghetti that's what i'm I saying she to, fucked I me out of spaghetti I have to get it how I can get it. Yes. <laughs> I have needs. Tell her yes. I have needs. Right. And then if you're not going to supply, then I have to go elsewhere. Right. And it's not going to be a good place. I'm going to go to the gutter. 
Mm-hmm. That that's where the good stuff is when you yes. need something quick and fast. What do you think happens in Vegas, sweetheart? Why do you think we go there? Yeah, no one's having so, a high class time. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, cheating on your wife with spaghetti is probably the. I don't think a divorce court has seen that one. It's like, really, this is what you've coming to me with is okay. <laughs> Okay, divorced by pasta. Um, welcome, Josh. I don't think we've officially welcomed you. We've all, all you've done is just sat through a fire hose of pasta tirade. Um, how are you? I'm doing well. Yeah, yeah it's a nice day. Can't yeah. complain. What is the weather where you are? First of all, you're still in New York, yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, uh, do you have a storm coming? We do. If there's a storm coming, I am not. I should be more well-informed. Okay. I don't know how to say yes or no to that because I just have not been paying attention. Okay. So maybe there's a storm coming very soon and mm-hmm. I'm just not going to be ready for it. <laughs> do you, do you, do you uh, look at applications for the weather or, you know, go near a window? Do you not do any of these things? Is it? I'll, I mean, I'll look out a window, but that okay. means the, the storm's already here. Okay. You can't really see a, a storm too far off. Mm-hmm. This is a uh, tricky time of year, though, temperature wise. Like well, you the, can you know, really you really need to check your apps because you mm-hmm. can really misjudge your uh, your jacket or yes. your hat or whatever mm-hmm. you can. Yeah. Rain boots, snow tires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're about to get snow and rain tonight. And then it stops raining, I think, Sunday. Yeah. That's what they're saying. Snow and rain should just be called rain. That's 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 wild that it's going to snow and then it's going to be gone. There'll be no proof that it snowed. Right. It is the perfect crime. If snow was was going to commit a crime, that's when you do it. Mm -hmm. You know, snow murdering you with an icicle. Yes. (laughs) And then the cops show up. Go. Why is he wet? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess he fell on something sharp and soft at the same time. Uh huh. (laughs) Um. I. I, uh, I, I am, I'm, I'm in that part right now, weather wise, where, um, it's only been like three days of spring where everything kind of melts and is mushy. And, uh, I already hate it. I think that's Mm -hmm. why I'm on edge right now. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm in this like two week period where everything is gross and dirty and like, like what's like, how quickly does, does spring erode the snow in, in New York? Like, like how quickly is it gone? Like how long are you sitting through it? takes a day i'm moving to new york i mean don't do that either that's that uh, that comes with a whole mess of problems like to what? Begin. like what do i need uh, to deal with that, I, that, you, that, that you may not need to deal with uh slushy snow but you will okay. have to deal with full-on poops on the street sure and those those don't go away in the rain as easy no those don't those don't like drip and and disintegrate on the sidewalk as fast oh Dude, okay, so I live in a in a in a very heavy dog traffic area here mm-hmm. in, in Ottawa, and uh, we're at the point now where exactly what you're saying is um, that you get the thaw, so that everything that was kind of left there in the winter is now manifesting onto the sidewalk, right? Um, so people are using this as an excuse to not pick up after their dog. So people just assume it's the melt and you can tell you're just walking by going, that's fucking new. And then you, and now you're, you're screaming at the Facebook page for mm-hmm. you know, your neighborhood going, well, you pick up after your goddamn dog. And then the eight, and then they come by and say, aren't you the spaghetti guy? And I'm like, shut up. And it's never good. 
No, no, I'm with you. Are you going through my recycling? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He took one can. He took one can. Yeah. (laughs) This is going to be the worst uh, time of year, though, for walking dogs, right? It is not the best. It is, uh, we have to um, uh, at least twice a week do all of his towels. And he has several. Several towels because you got we got we don't we it don't put like him he in has a more room. towels than I do yeah oh he does there's <laughs> yeah. no he has more towels than us and we own this fucking house he has more towel ta- he has more towels he has more toys he has more food he has he's certainly he's he's swimming in spaghetti um I don't know how he got lucky um you've got a dog too Josh right I do yeah yes how do you yeah. keep him dry what do you do do you put him in a raincoat. No, I don't put him in the raincoat. He he's got a lot of fur, and he really just needs a couple shakes to get pretty dry. Okay, um, nice. he's a little sheba, so okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you're soaking him from a bath, he doesn't stay wet very long. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ernie, our little guy, uh, Chocolate Lab. Um, we're at the point now where fields are just filled with water, like ice and water. And he's a swimmer and he just like, he does this thing where he just kind of looks at you and goes, and you go, okay. And you unleash him and he just bounds through, you know, the, the water and just loves it. But he gets soaked and dirty. And so we have to rub it. I will say this, a couple of his uh, friends, um, one was, we rounded the corner one morning and he was like, you know how sometimes you can get those bibs that just cover the bottom of the dog? Mm-hmm. Right. This guy was um, covered in a wetsuit that went from like paw all the way up both legs under and back. He looked like Clouseau. And I went, fuck, is your dog going to the Titanic? What is going on? And he's, oh, no, it's just, you know, it's keeping the dirt off of him. I'm like, OK, all right. That's you don't put it. Put your dog in clothes, do you? No, I don't put Good. my dog in clothes, but I don't even see how that person would get a dog in that. No. And this and this is one of the most high strung dogs in the neighborhood. It's like every time you see it, it's like, holy fuck a leaf. Like it's it's that like yeah. how, they must they must drug him, I think, or something. There there has to be something up there because, you know, a lot of dogs, they don't know what to do with the clothes mm-hmm. because they don't. It just doesn't exist in the wild. Mm hmm. So when you put clothes on a dog, you're doing something that feels so unnatural to them. Yes. Like so deeply weird that I don't even know if there's a human equivalent. It would be it would it would probably be like if an alien put extra skin on us. We'd be freaking out. I if you put a whole person's worth of skin on a person, they would lose their mind. I okay, so I think I think I know what the equivalent would be. And it would be, it would be like one of these behavioral things in the same way that a dog goes, what's the, what the fuck when you're putting them in a three piece, you know, double breasted suit, right? Mm -hmm. Um, is if you, you, let's say you start a new job and you go there and you, 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 they show you to your desk and you do the orientation and HR swings by and they fill out the forms and stuff. And right around 11 o'clock after you've had like an office coffee, you, you turn to someone. And go, uh, hey, uh, I'm new. Where are the bathrooms? And they just go, yeah, you go shit in the field. And we go, what? And he goes, yeah, we got to feel that bat. You just shit in the field. And like, that can't be a thing. You go, oh, no, yeah, everyone does it. We just shit in the field. You just squat down and shit in the field. Well, is there paper? No, there's no paper. You just shit in the field. And I think that's it. I think that's the behavior dogs would have. And that would be equally weird to us. I think. 
Sure. No, I mean, <laughs> and that's that's definitely a possibility. I think that that's that's definitely up there with how it might feel mm-hmm. because it's also when you're a dog walking in a costume. Mm-hmm. If you see another dog in a costume, you're like, all right, they didn't lie. Right. Some other people do this. Yes. But if you go for a full walk and you don't see any other dogs in a costume, you're going to be like, this is, this, this is a prank. This is crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, um, there was uh, one person had two dogs matching outfits. That's harsh. Like, That's insane. Yeah. The same yellow rain slicker dog, um, uh, a dog raincoat with, by the way, hats. Jeez. Don't give your dog a hat. Just stop. We were told, like when we when we got our dog, the the woman uh, where we got him said, uh, "By the way, your dog doesn't wear clothes." We went, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She was very firm. Very yeah. firm about that. He eats twice a day, and he doesn't wear clothes. Okay. That's actually. I would love to meet someone who is giving away or trying to get adopted a rescue dog. Right. But then when you hear the backstory, mm-hmm. the rescue story isn't about like lots of abuse or something. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah, their last owner put a bunch of clothes on them all the right. time. So like exactly. anyone that, anyone that won't do that will be pretty, mm-hmm. pretty great for them. Yeah. It's like, absolutely not. It's like, well, he does look like he could be in a troubadour outfit. What did we just say, sir? What did we just say? Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm with you. Uh-huh. Um, are, things are prying open, I guess, in New York. You guys have been much more ahead than we have been here in Ontario. You've been out and about more. COVID has been like, are you anti-mask? Or not anti-masking. You're, are your masks off? You're vaccinated? Um, all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that New York is in a more, quote unquote, normal place mm-hmm. than some other major cities. Like I was just in L.A. And right. when I went to L.A., Everyone checked my Vax mm-hmm. card when I went everywhere and stuff, and we we've stopped doing that, mm-hmm. as far as I can tell. And yeah, it's it's a yeah, it's a different feeling. It's it's one of those things where it's like we're getting to a sort of come what come may mm-hmm. situation where it's like I we'll we'll see how this works, but I I think that I'm optimistic over the fact that we were as bad of a blow as we've been dealt the last two years. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Omicron actually ended up being a slight reprieve because even though more people got it, it was more contagious, but it was less deadly. Yeah. So then now more people have like a built up immunity and people mm-hmm. were boosted or whatever. So even what's happening in China right now seems just like a lapse of boosting. Right. Like, so like there was this whole freak out in China, but to my knowledge, it's only like 200 people. Mm-hmm. So, um, someone just pointed out to us, we went, um, uh, this, this by the way is, is how great and smart the leaders of, of our particular province are. Um, they announced that, uh, uh, this past Monday. So the 21st, March 21st, no masks. Don't worry about it. And, um, uh, you don't need to show your vax card or anything like that. Um, they did it. That's the first Monday after March break where the majority of kids are not vaccinated. So they're going away to places and then they're coming back and they go straight into the schools where they're not vaccinated and just spin it up and bring it home. And uh, already we're seeing once again, the are not 
factor is going up like that, or I guess like this on the screen. So it's going up like that. So I think we're, I think we're in for another one. I think we're in for another, I hope, I hope I like zoom shows more. That's what I'm saying. Cause yeah, I mean, yeah, every, every place is, is essentially running their level of risk and, and mm -hmm. testing their risk tolerance for it. Um, yeah, but New York has been, I think actually, I don't think for a full month, but almost for a full month, we've been the way that we are now. Mm -hmm. So it's been a few weeks of not needing the Vax car checked mm -hmm. and stuff like that. That's good. Um, you guys didn't get our, in, in New York, they didn't, they didn't, uh, have the freedom convoy down on you guys, did they? I don't know. Even if they did, I don't know if anyone would have noticed because Good. it's just, it's jammed here. Right. It's like, like, uh, it, it's so much traffic that I right. don't think that if they tried to come here, I think they'd have trouble getting in through Jersey. Right. Like, I That's think there cool. would be genuine traffic before they mm -hmm. could even create any. What's with these trucks? I don't know. They look very patriotic. Okay, cool. Nice. A lot of yeah, flags. It's a, it's... <laughs> Also, creating traffic in places that already have the traffic is just not like no one will notice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no one will. <laughs> it, it's it's like if you had your rally at Mardi Gras, right? Like yes. you brought different colors, but now you're just in a sea of people. Mm -hmm. Everyone's screaming. Yes. <laughs> so only you know what you're screaming for. Yeah. So it's just that that whole thing. I was like, I don't know if it, they're going to get across the point that they're trying to. Mm hmm. Have you ever been to Mardi Gras? Mm hmm. Yeah. How yeah. is it? And would you go now? Mm, it is. It, it's it's a little too messy for me. Mm -hmm. And I would not go now. Okay. No, no, okay. I would not. I would sit that out. It is. Uh, it's funny. There are some things that I, I genuinely go. You know what? That would have been cool to see. But I'm just not there in terms of like COVID and protocols and that sort of thing. Um, I'm just happy. I, whenever my wife brings up a vacation on a cruise, I can go, nope, not happening. Never happening. Never. I am not getting on a cruise. Don't need to. Don't want yeah, to. Yeah. I mean, even before COVID, yeah. a lot of cruises, I was like, I don't, <laughs> I, you've been I on a cruise. Who, no, no. I have a friend <laughs> who loves cruises and swears. Uh huh. Swears by all of them. Right. Hasn't been on a bad one yet. And I'm just uh, like, what is your what is your standard for life then? Yes. Because if you have not been if you've been on like twelve cruises mm -hmm. and you still haven't been on a bad one and it wasn't one company, you've you've been trying them all, mm -hmm. then clearly you don't care what you eat yeah. or <laughs> or how anything smells. Mm -hmm. Or you don't you don't need any any form of footing when you walk. Right. It's just it and so I can understand the appeal of a of a cruise from the commercial when mm -hmm. when they show you the commercial that does just look like a good time yes what they fail to mention is that someone someone it won't it won't even matter who someone will be a little sick yes. and that will turn into you having food poisoning yes i don't know how it's going to end up that way but <laughs> someone's going to have a cold and then yep. you will be poisoned yes and it and it's it's wild the the amount of people even on that remember that Disney cruise mm -hmm. where people were trying to they, like I don't know if there was a civil action but there was a there was a point where 
in the cruise. And so if you remember the story and you uh, you I'm forgetting details, please correct me. But there was a point with this one cruise where they knew that like all the all the food they had left was bad. Right. But then they were like, if we turn around, Mm -hmm. if we tell people the food's bad and even if we turn around right now, we will it's going to take us so long to get back. We will technically be starving some people. Yes. So let's just keep it under wraps. Right. And we'll serve like we'll we'll be like, oh, we're out of the worst stuff. Right. And then (laughs) and then they just kept like they just kept feeding people this stuff that had made people sick a couple of days before. And then people finally docked and they were like, were you sick too? And then people yeah. who they weren't talking to was like, I was sick the whole time. And then they, but that's like from 2007 or something. Sure. Yeah. 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 Is that the same one where the washrooms sort of broke down as well? Like there yes. was like, they had that, they did the calculus like, okay, we turn around now, we stir the people. Mm-hmm. What's our septic system like? We think the, yeah. the septic system will hold, right? Right. Right. One of the, uh, turns out. Yeah. One no. of the scariest things that happened, this is like pre-COVID, but like right before COVID. So this mm-hmm. is like 2019. Right. Uh, towards the end of the year. So maybe November or December of 2019. I think it was November. And this was, wow. So in our purview, COVID doesn't exist yet. It's not on our right. radar. We're not mm-hmm. thinking about it. But I genuinely thought I had, I was in the midst of something new because it was okay. this was terrifying. I went to a party and it was a big party. It was like a sponsored party. Sure. And at this party was an open bar. Now, one of the things that got thrown in with all the money that I guess this corporation had spent on the open bar tab to like Mm -hmm. prepay for however much the guests might drink, the bar was like, oh, we'll also just throw in all of this um, like house wine, like red, the red wine. Okay. And so turns out that about i think it was we wouldn't know till later but it was like 200 bottles or something uh-huh. um i don't drink so i missed out on this whole thing as far as actually drinking which right. thank god but um so i'm at the party i've been there for maybe a couple hours mm-hmm. and out of nowhere it looks like all of this red wine must have been bad and we don't know how much of it was bad but out of nowhere a bunch of people started throwing up it like immediately like at the party at the party they started throwing up now they had started drinking when they got there so now we're about an hour in so they're like i don't feel so good right but people just started throwing up left and right and they're throwing up red wine which is not good (laughs) so it looks like they're throwing up blood yeah and so part of me is like this is it yeah, this yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Then this is how I go. <laughs> clearly, like, because it, like, it, it seemed like airborne too, because it was people who weren't next to each other, who didn't mm-hmm. know each other, were like doubling over. And then I went to the bathroom at one point because I was like, "Oh wow, this is this is insane." Because one of them was dancing when they threw up. Another person was at the bar when they threw up. All like oh. all of this is happening, right? And like almost in complete unison. But then when I went to the bathroom, the bathroom already smelled horrible. And I look and there's a guy throwing up into the sink. I'm like, what is happening? And it's uh, it's all red. So I'm like, people are dying. (laughs) This is crazy. (laughs) And it's it's not until later someone's like, I think it was the wine. Right. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe it's not like like, but it was it was like all these people started throwing up and then someone was like, I feel sick. I think it was the wine. I was like, okay. So I got to put it together in real time and not I didn't just stay at a party that I thought there were gonna be 
people turning into zombies. Right. I'm just saying, like, they told me almost immediately someone was like, I think yeah. this is the wine. Uh-huh. And I was like, see, okay, see, this, it probably is. The well, story twist that, from... Go ahead. It would have been like if it, someone hadn't put it together that quick, then it right. can turn into like a mass hysteria situation where, sure, where sure. people start to feel sick and throw up yep. just in reaction to everyone else, right? Uh-huh. Yes. Just, <laughs> It's it's yeah. that Stephen King short story within the short story of the pie eating contest and in, in yes. Stand by Me. Um, I was the twist for me in this story was like it's okay, everyone, everyone. It's just the wine. It was just the wine. Everyone goes ah, and someone goes, wait a minute, this is a white wine. It's Chardonnay. This isn't red at all. Ah! And then they all right, right. Then they all really start throwing up blood. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And that's when Will Wheaton turns to his friends and goes, right? And they all go, mm. Hmm. Um. <laughs> You mentioned the, uh, the pie in content. So <laughs> years ago, uh-huh. my friend, my friend was in a hot dog eating contest. Of course he was. <laughs> and he lost because he only ate two. What? <laughs> and it was, so it was the funniest. So basically, he, he, he qualified to get into the contest. How? And then he he said that there was just you know how there's like a uh, <laughs> what do they call it in a marathon when you can't run anymore. It's like a runner's block. You hit the wall. You yeah, hit the, they wall. Hit the wall. He he said he hit the wall because. He was chewing on the first hot dog. So he got so he got the first hot dog like in. Like he started sure. like biting that first half immediately, right. right? But then he was like he just hit this wall where he was like, if I swallow this, I'm gonna choke. So he just kept chewing. And then he was just like, Yeah, I after that it just felt like I couldn't oh do God. what I did and qualify. So then we're watching this dude. These dudes are these dudes around him are like shotgunning whole yeah, yeah, hot yeah. dogs down there, dipping them in water and, and just like glug, glug, just glug, glug, chewing yeah. and going like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like stage fright when you just forget something. Sure. You just completely blank. I, he forgot how to eat a hot dog. I just love that I could have beat him just by going to a Jays game. Like, yeah. Because two is just a meal. That's lunch. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally, that's an afternoon watching him get beat by the socks. That's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It it was, it was wild. <laughs> we're just watching. And at first we were like, oh, okay, he's like, he's like, I, I even thought for a second, because I don't know anything about this type of thing. Sure. And so in my head, I was like, oh, he's like really like stretching his jaw. He's really like working those muscles, getting ready to bring it home. Yeah. And then after, once he was only in the middle of the, of the second hot dog and there were 30 seconds left, I was like, yeah. Oh, oh no, no, he's... okay. Yeah. yeah. Normally at hour two of a marathon, you're still not in the starting block stretching, you know? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. This is going to be, this is, I'm going, but if yeah. you were, do you then, take off like at what point do you realize well maybe i shouldn't even bother finishing this or is it like well now it's lunch like <laughs> i'm gonna catch up at any point now yeah but you just eh, i might as well just you know make an effort <laughs> <laughs> i just signed up for the free meal just, <laughs> yeah just go to any hey it's a wing eating contest okay you just eat a pound thank you <laughs> thanks Thank you. Last place, so I will. See you oh, next year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a little undercooked, but who? Yeah, who exactly. 
<laughs> Wait a minute. This wine is white. Um, we should talk about uh, just a couple of the things that you did. Because when, when I asked you off the top, how are you doing? And then I yelled at you about spaghetti. Um, not at you. It was like, um, I don't know if you remember, you were last on here sometime around June last year, 2021, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and that's when your album Hashtag came out. Yeah, or, yeah, special in the special, album, yeah. Special in the album. Uh, hashtag, which I loved. I love, first of all, I loved hearing it on so many, like I listen to a lot of podcasts that, that are comedy or comedy adjacent. So your, your special and, and your album showed up on there a lot. So I got to hear like different aspects of the, of the album again, which was great. Um, and it's a great album. Allow, allow oh, me to thanks, say. man. It's, it's a fantastic album. Um, probably my favorite bit is the, uh, airplane. The airplane joke, the um, the Wright brothers. Oh, oh, that's on uh, elusive. Oh, is that on elusive? I apologize. Yeah, okay. no, no, no worries. Right. It would be weird if I was upset. You're giving okay. me a compliment. <laughs> Fuck you, Van Al. Uh, trust me, I have no head for like where I hear these things. I, yeah, I no, always, no. It's as soon good. as I hear something, I go, "Oh, it blurm." That's because I had. It was when uh, Lori Kilmartin was on here. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And it was just before she was about to release her album. I go, is the joke about your kid with dark humor? It's not on the album, Todd. Is Okay, fine. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm the king of not knowing that. Um, and but then yeah, some, the, the Wright Brothers you mentioned? Yes, the Wright Brothers. I fucking adore that joke. Oh, um, thanks, Matt. <laughs> it's, uh, Darcy, have you heard this? I don't know this one. Okay. No. I'm going to leave it to the listeners as an exercise. Make sure you track it oh, down. Mark. It is, it is a gorgeous piece of, uh, piece of material. So, so you came in around mid last year. That was the first time here. And we we're having you back, first of all, because A, you're awesome. B, um, uh, it's a new season. So, you know, I don't, I don't like to double up guests on, on, on season stuff like that. Um, but I, I'll level with you. I was just getting nagged. Um, to have you back. And here's why. Um, so June 3rd was when we first got the, the intro of, Hey, hashtag album special taping. You want to have Josh Johnson on? And we're like, yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause I'm on like a lot of publicity emails. And so this is how we get people like you. And then, uh, and then eventually we just come back and go, Oh yeah, you can come back anytime you do. Um, then speaking of the Wright brothers, the elusive mixtape, that came out June 9th. So I don't even think we released the episode yet. And already you got a new shit coming out. Um, so what was Elusive? Describe that to me. So Elusive is a mix of it's a mixtape and it's mm -hmm. like half comedy and half music. So for every two jokes, there's a song that sort of completes the idea. So right. the songs are made in earnest. Uh, mm -hmm. They're not like a musical comedy, but I worked okay. with um, Mike Realm, who EP's it and uh Point Lobo, who did the mixing and mastering. Cool. And then I did a, a weekend of shows in Arlington, Virginia for it. And mm -hmm. that's the comedy that we use from it. And then Sweet. the rest is music that I um, co-wrote and then Mike executive produced. So then there's Groovebox. And uh, I worked with uh, Roderick Frazier, who directed a, a choir for some of the um, updated Negro spirituals that we put mm -hmm. on it. So it's it's a nice mix of genres like there's funk and there's r&b and then now, are you singing these like, as well no so i'm not singing on the okay. project i'm just doing the comedy okay yeah okay that explains okay that's okay the reason the reason i asked and, and why now mixtape comes clear is uh i was in jamaica and surprised these guys with a um th it, th there were musicians in a resort and you know resort musicians just both 
love being it would be like us love being artists hate the crowd right like yeah, yeah. Uh, like that's why i'm never gonna do cruises because i hate those people to begin with and now <laughs> i have to perform for them so uh they're walking around from table to table and literally all they're getting is no woman no cry that's all anyone wants to hear it's just like hey we have other songs no woman no cry wow it's all bummer so they get to our table and you can just see them glazed. They're just like, ugh, what, what's this gringo going to do? And I went, can you play Simmered Down? Which is one of, Bo- it, it is Bob Marley, because so, I knew they knew Bob Marley, but it's before he did reggae, he was a ska artist. So this is like 1950s Jamaican ska. And they go, what? And I go, yeah, if you could play Simmer Down, that would be great. And they're like, holy shit. It's just like like the relief kind of washed into them. And they bang this thing out. And the guy is like, you know, you know banging like cups with like spoons and stuff. And like everyone is like velociraptors, like kind of looking at our table going, what the fuck are these guys doing? And uh, the guy was like, we have something for you. And it's like, okay, fine. And then he goes away. He goes, this is original music. So it was stuff they originally do. And then they gave me a mix. And that was literally sort of like what you're describing is like music that they like that I, that is like, you got to listen to this. And it's like, cool. So, um, so I love, I love the idea of the mixtape. There was, uh, have you ever performed to music? Um, yeah. So there was a, a live show I did in Memphis one time where, it's not like I can't take credit for it. It was just the host had already asked some house musicians to be on and sort of okay. like score the show. Um, and so for some people, you know, I was, I was part of a showcase. So for some people, it worked really well. And then right. for other people, it didn't quite hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love the idea. And I think that that's something that I definitely be down to play with, but it is very difficult to get. Oh. To get it right. Mm-hmm. It, I, uh, I think I've told this story before on here, but I'll, I'll tell you there was a, a, a mic that was run in Toronto at this jazz club. And so they had jazz musicians perform while you did your jokes. Wow. And it was phenomenal. If I could do it every night of the week, I would. And it, the thing was, because it's jazz and because it's metered like that, you're basically only doing one joke. And you're just, mm-hmm. you know, doing it right. But so, like, and you could tell the guys who did not get it, like, they're just like, they would get up there and the guys would like, the guys would pick up on something like, oh yeah. And then this cop came by and you hear the, the horn go, like do a Doppler on him. It's like, uh, oh, that's my ride. Like, okay, no, you're not, you're not getting yeah, it. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, you're one step behind. Yes. So I knew that, you know, these guys wanted to improvise and I'm going to improvise. I'm going to steer the improvisation into the jokes as much as I can. So I figured out what the theme was for this one. I think it was like, um, I think it was like an Island theme or vacation theme or something like that. Like that was the premise of the joke. I went, do you have something Caribbean or something like that or something like that? And they're like, Oh yeah. And then bam, they did it. And then I would loop in, like I would just like refrain my own joke. You know, that's what the waitress said. That's what the waitress said. That's what, and that they would like pick up on that loop and they would run that. It was, it was amazing night. Like just, I, again, I, if I, if I could do that and more cocaine, it would be so great. It would just That's be so amazing. Uh, God, it's, it's about the jokes you don't tell. Exactly. <laughs> Which should be the name of my next album. It'll just be a blank <laughs> CD. Um, so that was, okay. So uh, we got word of the elusive mixtape, which is June 9th, 2021. Again, this is last year, June 30th. You get on Variety's comic to watch list. 
Do you remember even that being a thing? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I remember I was like, oh, man, I'm I'm going <laughs> to go to Montreal. And then they were like, no, you're not. And I was like, right. no, I'm not. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> That's variety. We don't get variety here in Canada. Man, right. I was I was I was so excited. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, still, it was really cool. I was in I was in great company. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I was like, man. Oh, who, nev- never mind. Yeah. <laughs> who else? Who else? You haven't done JFL yet, have you? No, I did. Yeah. Okay. All right. Was that was that after Variety? No, that was before. I did okay. in 2016. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so who else was on that list? Do you remember who your contemporaries are? Uh, Hannah Einbinder. Einbinder. Yep. And Einbinder. And yep. um, I remember um, I'm, I'm going to mess up her name now but she is the creator of abbott elementary oh yes um uh, yep i'm not stepping on it either because <laughs> i'm gonna fuck it up i'm yeah, but then yeah but um i was <laughs> hey, i was excited yeah I, I definitely was like oh wow they think that i'm okay all right you ever feel like you have people fooled about you uh-huh <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> um Quinta Brunson. Yeah, Quint, yeah, Quinta. Quinta and Quinta then Brunson. um there was there was someone else who I know especially. I think uh I think Ao was on it. Mhm. Who else was on it? And then yeah, and then uh Paul Reiser. <laughs> Mo Mo I've known for a while. Right. Sorry, but Mo yeah. who? Uh uh Amr. Oh, Mo Amr. Okay, yeah. Um, have you watched Abbott Elementary? I have. Yeah. I adore that show. Yeah. Absolutely adore it. And I think I, I love that one. And I think I'm one of eight people that like American Auto. <laughs> I don't know why I like it. I know everyone hates it, but I really like that show. I have not seen American Auto yet. So it's, um, uh, oh, who is it from SNL? Darcy, have you seen it? Nope. Where do I see it? Um, uh, it is it is like a NBC show. It's a regular TV show. Yeah, it's wow. a regular. Um, it's a it's a regular show. Yeah. Um, God, it's what's her like name? Anna, Anna, Anna Gassire from um, uh, from SNL, and um, it it is so fun. It is uh, Ty White is in it. He's uh, he's like kind of the the. Uh, it's an ensemble piece. It's very much like a, like The Office. Kind of in the same way that uh, Abbott Elementary is. Um, I don't know if you've you've seen this one. Um, my wife and I've been been watching this and can't wait and hope that a second season's coming. Ghosts. Have you oh, watched yeah. this? Yeah, I haven't watched Ghosts, but I've heard good things. There is not one episode where we're not blurt laughing. Like it's phenomenal, and for my wife to do that as well, it's hard because she has no sense of humor. But the. Uh, that it's not fair. You know, she makes me spaghetti sometimes. Um, it's such a great show. It is, uh, the, the premise of it, if you don't know, is this, uh, couple take over this, this, uh, rural house, uh, this, this mansion because one of her dead relatives left it to her. And, um, uh, through a bunch of circumstances, she's able to see ghosts that inhabit the house. And it's and and they're from different eras of uh, of time. Different people that have died on the property, and therefore they're confined to the space. So, so they're all they 
Okay, so they all lived and died, or, or yes, in this house. or had had something there. Like it goes, oh, it like goes as far back as the Viking period, and as far <laughs> forward as like the eighties, uh, nineties, uh, like the the financial bubble. So it's it's that it's 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 kind of got everything in between. So there's like a uh, Victorian era dowager uh, in there. There is a uh, First Nations. Um, uh, uh, person that, that died there from, uh, the 1500s, uh, a Viking, as I said, there is a, um, uh, who else there's, um, Oh, a flower child. There is a boy scout leader from the eighties who died from an arrow through his neck. It's, it's fantastic. It's so great. I can't, I can't recommend it enough. If for no other reason, there's like four or five of my friends in it. Then my wife is getting sick and tired going, holy fuck, that's Nigel. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So getting back to you, enough of other people. August 4th, 20, last year. So we've gone, we skipped July. You had nothing. Um, when a bee flies in your hair. Yeah. What was that? Oh, that was a, a clip from the special that I think did well online. I think that's okay. where like things started to take off clip wise and stuff. Mm-hmm. Was that so? Was that you sort of embracing like TikTok and Instagram and and r- running that? No, I just mean clips on YouTube. So mm-hmm. so, uh, pretty sure Comedy Central posted a couple of, um. A, a couple of clips from the special okay. ahead of the album coming out because the special right. comes out and then the album for the special comes out a okay. couple months later. Right. And so I think that's what they were, they were on at the moment. I had it in my head cause I did not get access to that. Um, I had it in my head that you had just taken one of the tracks and blown that up and went, okay, what's this now? So it's like, okay. So oh, now it's just I see. Coming. I yeah. see. So I'm like, okay, is you made a musical? Out of one of your jokes, like <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah. no, I feel okay. like. <laughs> Have you been walking around and a beast in your hair? Okay, all right. Um, speaking of classy, September thirtieth, you go on All Things Considered on NPR. Yeah, yeah, that was great. They what were was that? very nice to have me. Uh, mm-hmm. That was that was also ahead of the album coming out, or maybe the album had just been out for a little bit, and okay. it was talking about. Um, like comedy in the pandemic and stuff and the shifts that are changing and just in general, a bit of, a bit of how I approached shooting a special mm-hmm. under COVID conditions and everything. Sweet. Okay. Um, and we talked, we actually, yeah, we talked about that on the, on the last episode. Um, now that was September. You skipped October, November 2nd of last year. Do you know what happened in November 2nd? I should be quizzing you. Yeah. Do you know what happened <laughs> November 2nd? I don't know if I do now. Um, I'll give you the initials CB. Oh yeah, yeah. We announced the the next uh, album that was going to come out. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is uh, Channel Black. It's out now, one. by the way. Oh, is yeah. it now? Okay. Yeah, it, it's it's out now. You can check it out. It's uh, my friends and I. We each did about um twelve to fifteen minutes of okay. stand up. So it's a mashup of all of us, and it's uh, oh, cool. it's like a I like to think of it as an audio magazine because okay. then there's there's interluded between us are some lesser known speeches from like black thought leaders and stuff okay. uh, to music. And then that's like a nice little palate cleanser between each of us. You know? Sweet. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I will put uh, links in the show notes to that. 
Yeah, I thank no you. What that was? Yeah, for sure. Um, December eighth. Do you know what happened then? December eighth of last year. I don't. I this it's, one feels fake. This um, one feels like nothing happened. <laughs> okay. A trick question. I'll give. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. It it, it is Christmas themed. Technically. Oh man! It's I, some, I, it, wow. It, it was something called, and again, rem- remember this, I'm only going through subject lines of emails that are sent to me that also have Josh Johnson in there. Yeah. Okay. Home Alone. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Home Alone is one of the tracks from Channel Black. It's my joke about okay. Home Alone. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, you know, you got me. I forgot okay. that we told anybody about that. So. Mm-hmm. Good on you for looking at your emails. Sure, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I'm very much an inbox zero guy, so I would have, this would not have missed my target at all. All right. Um, so now January seventeenth, just a little over a month after that. Um, do you remember what January seventeenth was? I think that's when we announced that Channel Black was going to come out. Okay. Like we we gave people a date. Possibly. We were like, hey, it's going to happen. Possibly. There was there was two titles that came in this one. Josh Johnson presents Dying Middle Aged. Mm, yeah. That, okay. Yeah. And Dick Re- Dick Gregory to Congress. Yeah. So those are two tracks from from the project. And okay. Dick Gregory actually gave this this really compelling and interesting speech. And Mike Realm, who also worked on Elusive, uh, okay. created a a beat to go under it and. Mm-hmm make it an even more enjoyable listen. And then Die Middle-Aged was another joke of mine right. that's on the album. On the album. Okay. On the Channel Black? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have some homework. Um, did you ever Did you ever read any of Dick Gregory's books? I've only bought one. And I've not yet read it. Um, okay. So I would watch some of his stand-up. Mm-hmm. And then I watched, uh, like, like the Congress. That's why I wanted to include it. And, right. you know, his son was was gracious enough to let us um, let us put it in there. Like, I had a great conversation with him. And he's mm-hmm. he's always excited about people who understand and, and are, are big supporters of, of mm-hmm. uh promoting his dad's legacy and everything right. so that's that's why he was letting us include it and sweet i i appreciate it because i thought that it was a really poignant conversation that he was that he was kicking off cool um so i i picked up his first i think he has a couple of autobiographies but i picked up the first one um uh, which i don't know if you know the title um you can say it i can't I'll put it that way. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Yep. There we go. Yeah. I thought that maybe was the title. I was like, wow. Okay. You can say it. Interesting. I yeah, it's very, yeah, it's very, no, no, it's not that meta. It's very uh, on the point. And I was reading it. I was kind of halfway through it and I was, you know, shuttling back and forth on the subway in Toronto reading this book. And um, it was right around the time that Michael Richards had his thing. Do you remember that? That blow yeah, up that he had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people were on the subway. I'm trying to read, and people are saying, did you hear what happened to Michael Richards? Did you hear what he did? That is so awful. You would never say that when I'm just – and it's on the top of every single page of this book. It's like Dick Gregory on one side, N-word on the other. And I'm like yeah. – oh, no. it, like, it was the first time I was like, I wish I had a copy of Hustler to hide behind. Like just like, oh, yeah, that's dirty. Um, 
it is such a great if that's the book you have pick it up and read it it is like there are a handful of of really really great um comedy biographies and his is one of them just hearing how much of his story how like how groundbreaking kind of his his tale was and his uh fight for civil rights as well uh is it's an amazing story um yeah yeah give it a read um february 24th a mere month ago almost a month to the day you know what it was yeah that's when it came out Uh, okay maybe um (laughs) the wording that was in the subject line Mm because i just went i just went through is like at this point i'm like okay i should have him back right okay um pilot problems yeah, so that's one of there at this point there are very few tracks that weren't released as singles that are okay. mine. But that's All another right. one of my jokes from the album that we okay. use to promote the release of it. Jesus Christ. Okay. Your publicist really likes sending out little bits. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just like, "Hey, Josh has said eight words. You want him on?" Like, "Yeah, absolutely. Let's do that." <laughs> Josh didn't open mic and did okay. All right, bring him on. Let's do it. Um, and then the one that that I and, and again, this was like the tipping point for me. This happened March fourteenth was the first one that I got. So a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- I, you know what? Let me find the exact wording. I don't. Do, do you ever get copied on these things? I think sometimes, but I don't always. If I already know what's going to happen tomorrow, I end up not looking at it the day okay. that it comes out. All right. Um, let me just find the email here because it is just so goddamn priceless. It is here's the uh there's the podcast. Here we go. And we'll look for Josh Johnson. There we are. And Josh Johnson. This is this is so great. Uh for radio. There we are. Josh Johnson. Right. Nope. I spelled your name Josh Johnson. Um, subject contains Josh Johnson. Uh, and it is not showing up. Okay. Um, it literally said Josh Johnson taping at the bourbon room. Interested? Question mark. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in May, I'll yes. be at the bourbon room in LA. Yeah. So. I was uh, at that point, I was like, well, I'm not in L.A., but I am interested. So (laughs) they were like, fine, you've done one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten things. Ten things, including hashtag. Hashtag was the last thing you did. And then nine later, back you come. Um, I'm doing doing my best. I I also feel (laughs) like, um, yeah, it's. Like strategy wise, I guess after a while, we really we really get back on podcasts the way that I the way that I date. I really just wear you down and just <laughs> just really check in often, you. let you know that I that I mean it when I say I'd love to come uh-huh. back. And then, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just really press you to the point where you're like, fine. OK, I get I get it. You're successful. That's you, very, that's very yeah. kind. I thought you, you were going to say annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've had annoying on this podcast. Don't you worry about it. We've had, <laughs> have, have you ever heard of Al Val? 
I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> she is one of the best people on the planet. I don't know why she just got hurt in that for no reason whatsoever. Um, so tell me about this taping. When uh, It's in L.A. at the Bourbon Room. Is that right? Yeah. So May okay. 12th at 8 o'clock in the Bourbon Room in L.A. Um, and so I, I, I'm putting together another special. And Sweet. Excited to share it with people. You know, it'll be it'll mm-hmm. be fun because I feel like this time I will not have the COVID constraints that made mm-hmm. the the last one a bit more hectic. So I right. get to really breathe and and play and and you know stay for a little longer. I, mm-hmm. I you know there, there's just so many things that take over the process when you have to worry about COVID. That right. It'll be cool to just shoot something like mm-hmm. it was the before. Yes. Uh, agreed. I can't wait to get back to that. Um, the, I am, I'm so happy you're doing, you're doing your next thing. I am so happy that, um, we, we get to hear more of this. Um, and is it just a one night you're doing or you got a string of nights that you're going to put it all together or? So yeah, we're going to do one night. Um, and that's, that's the basic plan. And I'm going to be in LA maybe for that week. But okay. I, it may come down to just the days that I'm shooting. It just depends on what scheduling right. looks like. Uh, having done a couple albums myself, I'm like, there. I don't think there's any way I would ever want to have just one shot. You are so brave on that. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, with one night, you could potentially have multiple chances, you know? So yes. it's like, right. if you do, if you do, like, if there's an overflow of tickets, we might do a second show and mm-hmm. then... You know, you, you get to the point where it's like, okay, now now we have more than enough. Right. Um, but it, it, weirdly, I feel like I get less chances as the things that I do become more stressful. Because right. when I initially did my Comedy Central album, I got like four chances. Uh-huh. And that, that was just for the album. But then right. when I did the half hour special that's like one night you get two shows though but that's mm-hmm. that's one night and then right. ever since then it's usually been two shows mm-hmm. um so then hopefully this one two shows will be more than enough yes yeah yeah, yeah. um there's also i guess if you set yourself up for it and you mm-hmm. just go hey whatever happens happens and if I get a heckler or I get something like, like I'm more and more I'm hearing comedy albums where if someone speaks up in the crowd, they don't edit it out. They just go, okay, this is something we're adding. And that's yeah, what, that's what yeah. they do, right? And I, I think that there's a, there's a fast and loose um, way that people are making things now that feels a bit more genuine that then mm-hmm. people gravitate to instead of it. Not that I think that there's anything wrong with polish, but I think that to a certain degree, people appreciate when it's like, oh, wow, they... They were really in the moment, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, uh, it's, it's, and then it's there forever. And it, all it is, is just an angry guy at the back of the room screaming about spaghetti. Great. Um, <laughs> Josh, thank you so much for being here, man. Uh, yeah, thank you for coming so back. Much for having me. Uh, where do people find you online if they want to, uh, figure out when your next releases are coming out or the, uh, the, the, the more particulars on the dates? Uh, the Bourbon Room in LA in May. So, yeah, the Bourbon Room is going to be in L.A. in May, May 12th at 8 o'clock. 
and you can get your tickets. I'll I'll give you a link that you can yeah, perfect. let the people know and everything. Awesome. But uh, outside of that, I have my own podcast uh, that I also mention all these things on called The Josh Johnson Show. And Beautiful. I just talk to my good friend Logan about stories from the road because uh, mm-hmm. we'll go on the road together sometimes and then Sweet. just stories from life. Outside of that, if you're looking for me just on the socials, you can find me at Josh Johnson on Twitter and mm-hmm. Josh Johnson Comedy on pretty much everything else. Instagram. Cool. TikTok, YouTube, mm-hmm. Facebook. Well, yeah. Facebook's Josh J comedy. They didn't let me have Josh Johnson comedy. So I don't know if that will hinder people's ability mm-hmm. to find me at all. Right. If it does, then it, it, I understand. You tried. Right. <laughs> just just, just leave a note on the door saying, couldn't get in. That's couldn't, sorry. Yeah. I get it. Right. The, the third page of Reddit. I'm sorry. Couldn't yeah. do it. Um, Josh, thank you for, uh, swinging by, hang out for a bit. We'll say goodbye properly, do the intro and, uh, and take the picture in the whole bit. Uh, Darcy, where do people find you? On Instagram, Monty and Darcy. Yes. Uh, you can find me personally, folks at Hayes TVA on all of the socials, except for TikTok is Tava now because some jackass has Hayes TVA. It's fine. Uh, uh, you can follow this very podcast at CATP podcast. It's right, folks. Cat P. Uh, you know the drill, whatever you're listening on iTunes, whether it's your Spotify's, whatever, whatever you're listening to, how you're listening to this, you know the drill. Give us a five star rating. Talk shit about us in the commentary. Five stars. Talk shit about us in the commentary. Like, don't know why this asshole has a problem with ragu. Five stars. That's what we want. Um, the next write em up show, uh, assuming everything goes well in this province, uh, is, uh, Saturday, April 30th, 7 p.m. at Comedy Bar in Toronto. I'm hosting five comics, hit the stage. They do comedy while I got a team of writers writing roast jokes about everything that comic does. I dismiss the comic and I bring back those cards and I read them out verbatim, providing anonymity and emotional distance for the writers. It is the funnest show on the globe now coming back to to hopefully um if you want to know what other shows i am doing virtual live or otherwise i guess get, i don't know i guess that's your only two choices go to hayestva.com slash calendar ladies and gentlemen on behalf of josh and no longer erstwhile darcy and myself when you listen to cat Pete, you're in for a good time jimmy Bobby. you are always the podcats lately lately i find i rush Can't piece together the sun and the sky of the spots on my face.